everybody, this is Gary Bay Nerd Chuck, host of Wine Library TV, aka WLTV, and this is BBQ Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show. The show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs. You'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by visiting the website, thebbqcentral.com. Now, let's get in the smoke. Here's your program host, Greg Rempe. Hey gang, welcome to another edition of the Barbecue Central Show. There we go. This happens to be the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Happy to have you aboard here on a Tuesday. We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Dare I call it the barbecue capital of the North Coast? Well, you know I will because I do it each and every week. And I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Great show lined up for you. Before I get into what's happening tonight, let me give you some contact information in case you want to jump in on the show and see what's happening. 877-448-0433 is the toll-free number that you can call from your landline phone, from your cellular phone. Perhaps you have a device that nobody's ever heard about that allows you to make calls. It's 877-448-0433. You can also email the show at any point. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com is the way just to do that. And uh, welcome uh, Ty Q into the chat uh, right there on Ustream. By the way, if you go to the radio station website, the BBQ Central Show.com, you're able to not only hear an audio feed if you want, and if you just want to hear the audio feed, that's great, but you also notice a video stream up there as well. And uh, you can hear the show as you're hearing it now, possibly. Or you can back away, or, or you can listen to the audio stream, watch the video stream, whatever. But uh, just tonight, I was going to try out, uh, when we go into break, for those people that are watching on the Ustream side, I'm going to cycle through the audio, and I'll actually be able to uh, interact with you guys. So you put some stuff on the chat, and I'll actually audibly answer what's happening, or uh, you know, audibly answer your questions that you throw up there on the Ustream chat. So uh, just a little... New thing we're going to be trying out tonight. Always trying to press the envelope when it comes to the show here each and every Tuesday. Here's what's happening on the show in case you didn't get the newsletter or follow my uh, follow me on Facebook or get any of my tweets. Coming up in about 13 minutes from now, we're going to be joined by 2006 world champion at the Jack Daniels Barbecue Cookoff and pitmaster of CancerSucksChicago.com, Scotty Johnson. And Scotty obviously has his feet in trying to... Uh, help along the cause and finding a cure for cancer. Obviously, if you don't know Scotty's story, we'll get a little background on that, but hit him very hard personally, and he's really made it a mission to go out there and try and get this cancer thing wiped out, and he had a huge fundraiser over this past weekend that not only helped benefit cancer research, but actually benefited a number of competition barbecue cooks. So we'll get his take on exactly what what went down last weekend and uh, we'll talk about what's uh, what's good. I mean, Scotty is definitely a guy that pulls no punches, and I'm sure he's got a lot of um, thoughts, a lot of takes as it relates to the world of barbecue and how it kind of sits today. So stay tuned for that coming up in about 11 minutes from now. And then we've rebooked uh, right around 35 past the hour, Robin Medlin, uh, or perhaps we should say Robin Lindars, and she is the grill girl missed last week because, well, who knows why? I'm sure we'll get an answer from her here sooner or later. And we're going to be going over some recipes. She's obviously a regular contributor. Usually we got her on every month. So she's sharing some recipes. Uh, also, we'll get her take as a first-time user uh, two weekends ago now of the Big Green Egg and a try at ribs. So for those of you that have not, for those of you who have not tried out the Big Green Egg, or perhaps you've been thinking about purchasing one, here's somebody that's reputable in the industry and will be able to kind of give you a good first-hand detailed look as far as uh, what she thinks of it. And then we have, uh, in the second hour, 
After Dark. Mark Breen. Mark Breen won the very first KCBS competition for Serial Griller. And we will have him on to talk about and kind of recap that event from two weeks ago. Uh, maybe he has some insight as to the Tuffy Stone DQ that took place and a lot of people saw on video. And uh, lots of other uh, cool stuff going on with Mark Breen. And we'll get his uh, take on how it all went down last, uh, well, two weeks ago out there in Lakeland. And, of course, uh, we're going to have a little fun with some audio, a little bit uh, that I like to call fun with sensor beeps. Uh, maybe you've heard it on some other shows here or there, but... Uh, the audio that I got, uh, and you'll see if you hang around, but the audio that I got just kind of inspired me to try it out on my own. So we'll see what uh, what you think of my trial of fun with audio meeps, uh, audio beeps. Maybe we'll make it a regular segment. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But well, we're definitely trying it tonight because it just seemed to work out so well. So that's what's happening tonight. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. So... Did you watch the big game this past weekend? You know what? I'm even going to just gloss right over the game because it was a great game. Uh, The team that I was hoping to win the game actually was able to pull it out, and that never happens. Uh, The team that I, of course, wanted to have in the game didn't even get into the playoffs this year, and that would be the uh, Cleveland Browns. Oh, my. I can't believe it. So close this year. They were right on the precipice, I swear. But anyway... Can somebody tell me what the hell was going on with the musical acts in the Super Bowl? Am I missing something here? (laughs) First of all, as it's been well, well talked about, is the Christina Aguilera debacle of the national anthem. Now, look, I mean, if you're you're looking at that generation of chick singers, you have the Christina, you have the Britney, you have the Jessica Simpson, talent-wise... I think, hands down, if you put it up to a vote, that uh, Christina Aguilera is by far the better singer. She was definitely my favorite talent out of those three. But, oh my God, to sit there and butcher the nation's theme song, the most important song, if you're an American, some of you people aren't American, so you don't necessarily agree with this, but, dude, you have to know, you have to know the words to the... Ameri- to the uh, national anthem. I'm sorry, you just have to know. Not only that, you can't leave out portions of the song. <laughs> you can't. You just can't sing it along and just decide, well, I'll just leave out uh, or the ramparts we watch. Who cares about that? I'm leaving that off and I'm going to add uh, some more runs to the song because that's what I like. It was the worst rendition. <clears throat> no, let me uh, back off that statement. Roseanne Barr's rendition of the American uh, of the national anthem when was that like five or ten years ago whatever I mean that was the worst ever this could be right up there was one of the worst if you miss words in the national anthem to me that's an automatic disqualification I don't know that's just me uh, so that was a that was piss poor to say the least for Christina Aguilera and then you transition over to the halftime show oh my dear lord what a debacle I'm not even talking about the show factor the performance factor with all the neon green whatever dancing people that were on the field. But I'm just talking about sound quality, the actual ability to strike a note on tune and be able to carry it. Who are these black eyed peas? Are you kidding me? You know they're in trouble right off the bat if they're bringing in other name stars to help them out during that. You can't pull off five minutes or ten minutes on your own with all the songs that you have out there. Because you know you can't sing them without the help and assistance from other machines. I think it was a failure all the way around when it came to the performance side of the Super Bowl. But that's just me. Maybe you think a little bit different. I don't know. Gang, let me tell you a little bit about my good friend Joe Blumenstein over at Joe Beats. You hear him uh, all the time when you come onto the stream, all that good stuff. It's all natural free-range bee pollen. It gives you energy. It boosts your immune system. Helps me sleep a little bit better at night. But I notice I'm not sick when everybody else in the house is sick. And you might want to try it out yourself. You can do it two ways. You can go to his website, Joe Bees. That's J-O-E-B-E-E-S, JoeBees.com, or call him 877-300-5632. If you buy six months now, you get one month free plus free shipping. Plus, you get a money-back guarantee. You have nothing to lose. Take them. I take them, and I love them. I've been taking them for almost two years now. JoeBees.com, 877-356-32. When we come back, 
It's going to be Scotty Johnson. Stick around. Be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Barbecue fans travel from all over the country and the world to learn the secrets of real pit barbecue from Grand Champion Pitmaster Conrad Haskins. Now take your skills to the next level with a Barbecue Institute Pitmaster class. You'll learn how to make sauces, rubs, and smoke mouth-watering barbecue every time you cook. Your new skills will impress friends and family. Internet forums, blogs, and Facebook are full of success stories from our graduates. Upcoming classes locations include Rock City Rib Fest, Rochester, New York, Lexington, Massachusetts, Lang Factory Test Kitchen in Georgia, Fort Worth, Texas, Fredericksburg, Texas, Houston, Texas, Monroe, Washington, and Kennewick, Washington. For more information, class dates, and contests we'll be competing in, visit www.bbqclass.com. That's bbqclass.com. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back, 13 past the hour. This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show being brought to you by the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices, not to mention a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. You can find them one of two ways on the interwebs, thebbqguru.com. You can also call them toll-free on your landline or your cell phone at 800-288-GURU. It's good folks over at the Barbecue Guru. Gotta love it. All right. See if I got my uh, hot keys right for this. As promised. Joining me now. No, I don't have. Why isn't it working? Joining me now. <laughs> yeah. Pitmaster of Cancer Sucks Chicago and friend of the show, it's Scotty Johnson. <laughs> Sound effects, man. You gotta be kidding. Scotty, what's up, buddy? Uh, nothing, just sitting here chilling, Greg. Having a good evening, having a little beer, having a nice harpoon from Boston right now, and ready to answer some questions on barbecue and uh, whatever else might come up. Now, i got to be honest, harpoon is one of my favorite beers. You just drank in the straight IPA? Uh, straight IPA, and I got actually a little chaser of a uh, Gentleman Jack here just to loosen up a little for the show, so... Right, got to get loose, got to let it get ready, uh, let it fly, get a little liquid courage in there, Scotty. And uh, Scotty Johnson from CancerSuckChicago.com is joining me. So, Scotty, obviously the thing we want to hit first is the fact that this uh, world-famous cooking class, as it has become to be very well-known amongst barbecue circles, took place this past weekend. Now, for the folks that perhaps aren't as familiar with what CancerSuckChicago.com is all about, maybe a brief little backstory on that and then how that builds into the cooking class that took past this past weekend. Yeah, absolutely, Greg. Uh, actually, a little over eight years ago, uh, my wife Corliss passed away from cancer. Uh, we started a 501c3 foundation, and uh, from there, you know, I cooked barbecue, and then I started competing, and I figured I'd give all my money back that I won from barbecuing uh, back to the foundation, the 501c3, started to raise money for cancer research. And, uh, you know, it sort of took off from there. I had, uh, I had a little luck down at the Jack Daniels, and, you know, we've progressed from there. We've uh, gone out and have competed in 29 states so far, and uh, we have a pretty big following. And we decided, I talked to uh, Mike, Mike and Beth Wozniak from QOW uh, last year into doing our first ever uh, fundraiser slash barbecue class, and... We had it last year, and I think it was 33 people. And um, this year we did our second annual one, and Mike had a pretty good year last year, and he signed on, got him signed up early, like probably in October, actually before he won the Jack. And he, they uh, they said they'd do it again to help out the foundation, and I uh, had that last weekend with 56 guys there, and uh, we're actually going to be uh, raising over $25,000 from it, so... 
does Pretty that cool? Yeah, I mean, twenty five thousand dollars just seems like a, an absurd amount of money to raise over the course of a weekend, especially for such a great cause. When you went into it, I mean, is that something that you knew firsthand that you were going to be raising that kind of a money, or is it still kind of like a, a big kick in the ass to to know that you're able to generate that kind of money to give back to cancer research, which is so important to you? It, uh, to be honest with you, Greg, it just blows me away. I mean, it, uh, not too many things bring me down to my knees, but honestly, when you have that kind of support and people wanting to come out and, you know, just a few years ago, we were only, you know, raising in a whole year of fundraising $25,000. So, you know, to do that in one weekend and, you know, some of the people that were there and literally looking out and it was a, a full class. I mean, I, definitely went over what I was going to be going over, but I hope some people would understand, you know, and everyone did at the class that this was a fundraiser and, you know, I invited everyone up. We had a big display mirror and, you know, if anyone wanted to come up and get a better look, we're all over that. So, and Mike is, uh, he's probably him and Johnny Trigg. Once they get that microphone on them, boy, they, uh, they like to talk up in front of a crowd. So, um, he's a good egg for doing that for the foundation and, he and Beth and their son Max came up for that. So, do you think that uh, Mike and Beth kind of helped increase the uh, the popularity and attendance of the class, or no matter who you got, you think it would be just as successful? Well, I mean, after he uh, he was at the class last year and he goes off and wins Team of the Year and World Champion of the Year, you know, obviously <laughs> they're uh, they're going to draw a little more attention after the success he had by attending the class, or I should say, for being at the class. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously Mike. Uh, Mike and Beth probably had the, you know, the biggest and best year in barbecue history right there. So uh, Mike Davis had, uh, you know, pretty big year a couple years ago in 2006, I think it was. But, you know, I I don't know, Mike, um, I think he had 11 wins last year. Mm -hmm. He was busy telling the class I wasn't paying attention at that point, though, of the class last weekend, so... Scotty Johnson of CancerSuckChicago.com. By the way, if you're listening, you want to go ahead and uh, help out the cause all by yourself, hit up the website, CancerSuckChicago.com. There's a PayPal button on there. You can go ahead and donate. Uh, Yeah, it does look like it's under construction, but I do have a couple buttons up there. I had one for the the class, and then we do have a a donate button there. So we are going to have the website up and running here sooner or later. Scotty, I don't usually do this, but uh, you want to take a phone call? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see who could possibly be calling. All right, let's go ahead and end the conversation. Uh, area code 512, you're on with the uh, pitmaster of CancerSuckChicago.com, Scotty Johnson. Go ahead. Hello. 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 It would be Vienna, Vienna Beef from Bedford, Texas. Vienna Beef from Bedford, Texas. <laughs> hey, Vienna. You have a question for Scotty? <laughs> Yeah, I want to know what Scotty thinks about pork collars, and I've heard a lot about how he trimmed them up during his class this weekend, so I'd, I'd appreciate any insight he could give me. All right, so uh, there you go, Scotty. Any uh, information about uh, pork collars and how you trimmed them up this past weekend? <laughs> uh, uh, thank you very much, Vienna from Texas. Um, you know, I don't know. The, the way the rules read with KCBS, they list three things. I believe it's picnic, whole shoulder, and butt. Nowhere in that rule does it say pork collar. Um, you know, I, I've talked to people, I've even talked to some people that slaughter and or butcher pigs, and, you know, it's definitely the neck portion of So, you know, to me, that it doesn't seem like it should even be a controversy. You know, it's like one of those deals with uh, parting of pork. I'm pretty hard line on it. The rules state one thing. If you do anything else, it's not uh, you know, within the rules. So, but that's just a big joke on, but I was working on a pork collar, to be honest with you, I wouldn't go off and spend a hundred bucks for a chunk of pork that I can buy for a buck 30 a pound. So, so do you think pork collar is kind of overblown then or, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know, Greg, you know, I, I cooked IBP porks all, all last year and, uh, you know, had a very fortunate year and uh, finished eighth overall in team of the year in pork. And I never once thought about how I can raise my game above everyone else by using something that wasn't specifically written in the rules. So, um, 
you know, I'll take my I'll take my chances. It's sort of like the whole wagyu thing, you know. It's some people are made for it, others aren't. I sure wouldn't want to go out there and cook a hundred and twenty-five dollar brisket and then get my ass handed me <laughs> by some guy that had a dollar twenty-five brisket. So, um, you know, I'll stick with what's out there. The uh, wagyu and uh, the pork are all great things, but you know, there's you got to still cook good barbecue. So ultimately. Scotty Johnson, pitmaster of CancerSuckChicago.com, joining us here oh, on the show. Oh, by the way, it's yep. 922 on the East Coast, so if anyone's doing one, time to do one. That's right, 922 here on the East Coast. Um, you know, competition barbecue continuing to grow leaps and bounds, and I guess no better proof of that aside from having a, a packed class last weekend to help your cause out there, Scotty, but if you look at you know, how Sam's Club has gotten into, especially kind of in bed with KCBS and what they're doing with the Sam Club uh, event or, you know, kind of like their own barbecue tour and $400,000 worth of prize. You know, somebody that's been in it for a while, what are your thoughts about how this has kind of grown and what Sam's Club is doing in particular? Um, you know, to be honest with you, I absolutely love what they're doing. I love the whole setup of how they did it. it you know, people are always complaining that, um, you know, the Jack really isn't the championship because it's so selective of who gets to go in. Right. You know, others say it can't be the Royal or the ARI, um, you know, because teams won't go to the Royal because of its size. Uh, you know, this is sort of one of those deals where it's like a college basketball, um, you know, the NCAA tournament right now where you have feeders all going in and, um, you know, the seven or ten best teams are going to advance to the regionals the best teams from there go on, and then obviously the best team is going to win <clears throat> the finals down in Arkansas. So, And uh, this is, to me personally, I think this is awesome for uh, for barbecue. You know, there, there's certain, what I think this really does is it really opens the door to barbecuers that can't compete the 40 times a year or the 25 times a year or, you know, like me, I'm trying to cut it down to 15 times a year. And to me, that seems like you know hardly any. But when you're cooking 27 times a year, like how I used to do, uh, you know, 15 seems like I'm retired. So, but you know what this Sam's Club does though is it gives a team that you know, let's say from there's one right by me in Evergreen Park, Illinois, it gives them an opportunity to go and compete, and then to be able to go to that Super Bowl. And you know, if they, all they need to do is finish, I think it's in the top seven, you can move on. And you have a couple good weeks, and you're playing for the Super Bowl, you know, down in in Arkansas. So um, I absolutely love it. I love the way it was set up. You know, there was going to be glitches or slowdowns. I shouldn't even call it glitches because I sure don't want to put any point any fingers at anyone. But you know, there, it, the computer system was a little slow. I I realized going in it was going to be slow because you know you're going to be getting however many people trying to log on at once. I'm sure the KCBS system is not built for that or and or ready for that. Right. But um you know, it managed to pull through. I got mine and um you know, I was happy about that. So So let's pontificate on this a little bit. If you look at these things start to transpire over the course of this uh, competition season, do you foresee if the top, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty teams that were able to finish in the top 10, 15, 20 of KCBS this year, do you ultimately see those teams as potentially having the best shot at getting in? Or is this more of a crapshoot in because there's so many different locations, uh, you're going to be seeing some people that maybe you wouldn't normally see get a chance to really uh, pull down some big cash? You know, I mean, I think ultimately you're still going to see, you know, all the big boys there. I mean, they're not at the top of the team of the year standings because they cook 40 times a year. I mean, they cook. They're at the top of the standings because they are that damn good. And you know, I mean, who was it last year? It was Rod and uh, Mike, obviously. You know, and then the year before that, it was what a series between you know three of my buddies uh, with Steve and Darren and Rod going all the way to the end. So you know, those guys are all badasses, and I don't think that's going to change. I mean, obviously. If you have a bad week and you don't finish in the top seven, that can happen to anyone, and you're going to have good teams eliminated. But you know, will there be will there be sleepers as you want to call them? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I hope so. You know, I think that'd probably make it a better. Uh, I mean, the NCAA is always good when you have that that underdog advancing. So I don't see why this would you know be any different. So. 
Scotty Johnson joining us from CancerSuckChicago.com. Obviously, that's the website, so go ahead and travel over there, make a donation, and uh, help Scotty out. Uh, Scott, as far as the teams that are winning Team of the Year, you know they're doing such a multitude of competitions, and you had mentioned it as far as you know the little guy kind of being left out because they just don't have the ability to travel so much. Do you foresee in the next two or, or three years, maybe not even so much, that there might be like this super faction of teams that are able to do this type of travel and almost have like a, a professional's professional uh, category of competition barbecue, or will it never reach that? Um, you know, I mean, I guess a part of me wants that to happen. I mean, I also don't want it to be where it's an exclusive club. You know, that it, because you're a good barbecue doesn't, you know, you're you're not a good barbecuer because of your pit or the size of your rig, your drive, or that you're unemployed, or that you don't need a job, and you you know you can, this is your job, or you know, there, there's just multiple things. Yeah, I mean, the best barbecuer out there could be a guy that only cooks five times a year, but he never gets to show showcase that, you know, talent that he has because the K- KCBS system, which I think it should be set up this way as well, you know, is ten te- is ten minimum ten contests. So, you know, I I don't want to see a team of the year in KCBS being a team that only cooks five times a year. I'd rather see them cook in the long haul. You know, I think KCBS would rather have that as well. But I think what people, you know, there's like sort of this blurry line about what's good for barbecue and what's good for KCBS. So, I mean, I think in the next few years that's what's going to become interesting is, you know, who and who buddies up and who does what. And, you know, I always keep saying I think it's a right time right now for, you know, someone to come along and, and try and do something and uh, do a competing circuit because it's shown that there's money out there, that's shown that there's talent, you know, that are shown that there's characters in barbecue. So uh, I really really that someone hasn't come along and tried to uh, capitalize on that. So now We might be uh, seeing just the beginnings of that out there in Arizona, and I know you know uh, some guys out there as well. Scotty Johnson is the All my boys are zone, man. I got Major Woody's and Loot and Booty and all those guys. <laughs> you got what? Man, they keep me up all night long. So, <laughs> yeah, but no, honestly, I'm real good friends with all the guys out in Arizona. I, uh, you know, it's one of those situations where I wish it hadn't happened, but it did. And, you know, I guess I can sort of understand both sides. I, uh, you know, from a traveling team that does KCBS contests, I wish it would have worked out, but. It didn't, so it doesn't mean I won't go out there again, so I'll be back out there. Scott, you're getting a lot of love here on the instant chat. A lot of people wondering why, with all of you, why you didn't make a run for the BOD. <laughs> Man, you ever hear about them skeletons in the closet? That's me. No, you know, honestly, I, I just have no. I, I'm, you know, I'm a full-time, work full-time, full-time dad. I run a foundation full-time. I try and barbecue as much as I, you know, as I do. I just, I don't have the the time for it and to be honest with you i'm one of those loose cannons that you know don't need to be on the board so you know i can have my vision doing my own foundation and that sort of thing and that's enough for me i'm not big into the politics so i don't need to be on the board there you have it scotty johnson is the pitmaster of cancer sucks chicago and the website cancersuckschicago.com obviously have it linked up here in the post show notes as well Scotty, always appreciate the time. I'm glad that the whole weekend this past weekend was a success, and uh, we'll look to have you on again soon. Absolutely, Greg. I look forward to it. All right, take care. There he is. Scotty Johnson, baby. Man, top-notch. What a guy. Forget that. What a man. What a man. Help him out, okay? Go over right now to CancerSuckChicago.com. Just donate 20 bucks. I did it the other day. Do it. Let's see what we can do just today, just during the show. With all uh, 75 people that are connected, or 75 computers that are connected into the show right now. CancerSuckChicago.com. Let's see what we can do right now during uh, the next hour or so. All right, we're going to step away really quick. We'll come back with Robin Lindars talking about some recipes and big green egg, all that good stuff. It's Rampy and you right here on the Barbecue Central Show. The future of barbecue is already here at thebarbecueguru.com. 
from the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy knockdown smoker. Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tallboy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose, like ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS competitions and unload it from the trunk of your car. TheBarbecueGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera 3-Bay Caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes. And it doubles as a 3-Bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. That's www.thebbqguru.com. Or call 1-800-288-GURU. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back. 35 past the hour. This portion of the show brought to you by Yoder's Smoky Mountain Barbecue, the leading online retailer of Meadow Creek barbecue equipment. Their barbecue smokers and grills handcrafted in the Amish country of Lancaster, Pennsylvania helping you enjoy easy and profitable barbecues for years to come. They also have a great Facebook page. So head on over there. Look them up on Facebook. Not the pellet people, by the way. These are stick burners like for real men. Uh, opt in to some of their secret barbecue tips, all that great stuff. SeriousBBQs.com. SeriousBBQs.com. All right, uh, let's head over to the hotline. Joining me now, hopefully, is a uh, regular recurring guest here on the show. You know her as Grill Girl. It's Robin Lindars. Robin, how are you? Hey, Greg. How are you? Good. You, you held off there for a second. I thought I was uh, in trouble again. I know. Well, I'm sorry I got abducted by, by aliens last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's those damn aliens down there in southern Florida. I've heard there's been a rash of uh, abductions down there. But uh, good to have you back this week. And I Thank appreci- you. Or maybe I just had a blonde moment, as my, my husband might say. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't say that around here. But uh, I'm holding this up in front of the camera for everybody. Uh, Robin missed the show last week. She was so nice to actually get me the uh, 25th anniversary uh, KCBS Kansas City Barbecue Society uh, cookbook, so I certainly appreciate that. You certainly didn't have to do that, but I'm always uh, happy to take books. Also, large sums of cash next time this happens, Rob. I'm working on that for us, Greg. All right, great. <laughs> uh, so we missed last week, and we weren't able to kind of get those Super Bowl recipes, but as we look back on uh, the last few days, the Super Bowl happening, you know, do anything special around the house, all that stuff? I did a lot of, you know, we haven't entertained in a while and we had a lot, we had some people over and I pretty much missed the whole Super Bowl because I was grilling the whole time, which I was okay with. Um, we had a blast. I made jalapeno poppers and wings and my, um, my good friend slash hairstylist brought over Kobe beef sliders and I had never grilled those before. And that was, um, actually interesting. And I think I've, I've lived off of guacamole for the past two days. So I would officially say I'm in like a Super Bowl food hangover right now (laughs) those are the best to have it really is i've eaten smoked fish dip for dinner for a couple days now and it's been it's been awesome and and i learned um the kobe beef thing was funny because we had friends over and you know all my girlfriends like oh grill girl and they're like oh we're gonna get to grill with you and then we put the kobe on and that stuff starts flaming up like crazy. It was starting really? to kind of freak me out a little bit because it's such a fatty meat right. that the grill was just getting out of control. So, wow. So, like, um, now you were cooking it on a gas grill, obviously, right? No, I've been very all about charcoal lately. You guys would be proud of me. You know, I used to be kind of weeknight gas, um, weekend night uh, charcoal, and I've been working from home a lot lately, so I've been all about my charcoal grill. So, um, yeah, we were having some flame ups on the charcoal, but so did, but I mean, like, did you have out. the did you have the top down? Yeah, yeah, the, the, for the most were, part, yeah. But it was like, and I was using the competition briquettes too, which I think they burn a little bit um, hotter. Right. But um, yeah, it was just they're just it's like when you do bacon and the grill goes a little bit nuts. It was like that. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, I'm definitely not going to get Kobe beef and, and have it burn if I'm paying twenty nine thousand dollars a pound. But they turned it out was, okay, right? 
Yeah, no, it turned out great. It was just, um, I just didn't want to look like a jerk in front of everyone and burn everything, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's happened to the best of us, Robin, so don't worry about it. Uh, I have, um, I remember I went to go visit my parents like six months ago. No, it was like eight months ago. And all my family was there. It was for an engagement party. And I decided to do my bacon-wrapped asparagus. And this was on my dad's gas grill. And um, before I knew it, I had set the whole grill on fire because I put all the bacon too close to each other. And my uncle, who's a pyrotechnic engineer, um, threw my cocktail on it and put the fire out. And that was the end of that um, that dish. Wow. <laughs> cocktail right on the fire, and there you go. All right. Well, luckily you had yeah. like a pyrotechnic engineer. Not many of us have those. I mean, we're pyromaniacs. I know. I was very lucky, wasn't I? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're all inherently pyromaniacs, but not the engineering part. So, uh, you know, what are you going to do about that? Uh, the other thing that you do, and by the way, we're talking with Robin Lindars, Grill Girl. That's uh, three R's in the middle of that uh, G and L. Grillgirl.com is the website. Uh, you're into the whole uh, grilling and, and getting these women out in front of the grills, and you hold these grilling clinics out there. Uh, so anything new happening with those? Um, actually, I'm, I've just, I'm working on scheduling. I've got two grilling clinics in the works right now. One's going to be local down here in South Florida, and I'm doing it at um, – the location um, at Culinary Concepts, which is the Big Green Egg and Weber dealer down here in South Florida. And Dean is nice enough to let me have the the clinic there, and we're going to do it in April. And he's sweet enough to even, like, provide free beer because they always keep a keg there. Wow. I was actually hanging out there this afternoon and met some, like, really cool new friends. And, um, and then the next one's going to be in June with um, – I'm sure you've talked to these guys before, but Dead End Barbecue in Knoxville, Tennessee, and they also do some competition. And they've had some pretty good people at their grilling um, series in the past, and they asked me to come out and do one. And it's going to be, again, female only. And so I am just, you know, getting women to embrace grilling, and it's opening up a whole new new market for for you know grilling aficionados and we'll we'll see what goes what happens with all this but it's very exciting now robin i can only imagine you know with the pervs here and the instant message chat room via Ustream, what what <laughs> percentage of women that are taking these classes are single ladies looking to perhaps uh, catch a man because of their grilling wiles that they're learning from you huh you know i this is so funny that you bring this up because and my husband will tell you, I love matchmaking, but I'm not very good at it. And I, you know, I used to always think, oh, it'd be so funny to do a grilling clinic where it was singles and, you know, like a singles grilling clinic. But it's I don't like think that's going to happen. like speed dating, but with grills. But with grills, which is super cool. And um, no, you know, I would say about half of the women are usually single. And I don't know if you, if you ever watched the video that I taped of the last one, it was funny because we went like, and we did a round robin and some of the women were saying, you know, I always thought that I would find a boyfriend or get married and my man would do the grilling and that never happened. So I'm not going to sit around and wait forever. I'm just going to learn how to grill myself. So, um, it's, I would say there are some cute single girls there. I, um, I was going to have my neighbor who's the Lieutenant, um, for the fire department down here do a, a fire safety course with the grill because he's like the hazmat, um, leader for whatever that group is down here. And, and he was, I'm sure he was all about it just to meet single ladies. So there is the propensity to meet single girls at my clinics, but I don't know how easy that would be since it's women only. Yeah, that's going to obviously be, maybe they can just like camp out like lurkers and mysterious unsavory characters down at the, the apron of the driveway and maybe they can pick them up on the way out. I might charge a finder's fee for that, yeah, but there you we'll go. see. <laughs> Robin Lindar is joining us here. She is the Grill Girl. Grillgirl.com is the website. Uh, I also know, Robin, your dad is uh, is a very big fan of the show. He's actually been trying to angle his way into the show, and I'm sure at some point I'll, I'll have him on here when he wins the Jack Daniels. But uh, you were able working to, on it. of course, uh, everybody's working on it. But uh, you had your hand, or you had your chance to get your hands on a big green egg, kind of like for that first time to actually do a real cook on it. You did ribs, you know, as somebody who is experienced in evaluating stuff and obviously cooking with a grill, uh, obviously a charcoal grill as well. What were some of those initial impressions that you had about the unit itself, how it worked, and were you happy with how it performed overall? Um, I will have to say I've had big green egg, egg envy for a while, and if, uh, had we not spent a lot of money on the wedding last year, we probably would have gotten one by now, but um, we're, we are running out of room. Um, <laughs> first things first, I will say, I mean, I'm very impressed with it. It's, I'd say... One of the things that it does 
well and why people are fanatical about Big Green Eggs is it cooks really consistently because the ceramic, because it's ceramic, it just seems to hold the heat in really well. Um, I did hang out at the Big Green Egg store today, so I'm sure I'm full of lots of useful facts, but I've heard that because, you know, because of its ceramic nature, when you're up north, it makes it easy, easier to cook in cold temperatures and still maintain heat. But I will say I was very impressed. Um, It doesn't use a lot of charcoal and still maintains temperature for a very long time. I would probably say that's one of my pitfalls with grilling is that it's just hard to be really consistent with your temperature so you don't overcook or undercook something, especially when you're smoking. And and I definitely am am more skilled in in grilling than I am low and slow. But from when I have done low and slow, I think that um, maintaining temperature consistency is very key. And uh, I will say I was impressed with the big green egg. And if they sold them in more colors, I probably would have bought th- bought one by now. <laughs> so. yeah, but wouldn't that defeat the purpose of calling it a big green egg? Yeah, I just already have a, a – my Weber Genesis is green, and I just want a new color on my patio. It's like patio bling for me now. You know, I want something cute that, that looks cute out there. But, no, I was really impressed. Um, everything that I've had off the big green egg was really – awesome and you know like some of the best things i've had so i can see why people get very fanatical about their bges now inherently and you spent some time as you said in the big green egg store today you were obviously looking at price tags and then you compare what the price drop is going to be versus the space you're getting and aside from being able to factor in immediately that you're going to be able to do both low and slow traditional barbecue type temperatures and then of course those things fire up and get rocket hot to do your regular traditional type grilling do you think the cost for the size that you get and, and that potential space we're not talking about any accessories that you can add on to give it more and more space and have it do things but just the straight up cost for what you get out of the box uh, do you think that justifies uh, purchases or are you and somebody that really is going to be more of a niche buyer for these items you know what i don't think they're as niche as they used to be um I think that if you want to get a, if all you care about is it being a ceramic grill, not a big green egg, then you can get, I think you can get a large big green egg for about 700, 600 price range. They sell one at uh, one of the other grill stores down here. It's made by Bayou Classic and it's actually prettier than the regular big green egg. But the thing is, I think what you buy into with the big green egg brand is that you buy into the community. You can't show up at the, at an egg fest with another type of ceramic grill. You know what I mean? And so, so the cooking principles are the same, but I think you're buying into a lot of the community and just part of being part of the big green egg community and just having a lot of, um, information on how to cook on them. So, so I think that's a lot of what you're buying into, but for a large big green egg, I priced it today. It's about eight fifty with the little, um, I don't know what you call them. Yeah. With the nest, but, you know, like at my store, I, I don't want the nest. I want the rolling cart, and that adds another 400 which means that's like a $1,200 investment, which is a ton for a grill. It's like, you know, and for right. someone like for me, you know, I'm pretty experienced in all. I've been researching all the ceramic grills. There's um, what's the one that's – well, obviously, you have the Kamado Komodo, really high end, right? That's like your Porsche right. of ceramic smokers, and then you have – What's the red one? It's the... Uh, you have the, the Primo, you have Grill Dome, you have the uh, Big Green Egg, you also have the steel version, which is now like the big steel keg. So there's a, definitely a number of them out there. So there's a number of them out there. I don't think the price is out of control, I, but I, I yes, you can find them cheaper other places, but I think at least if you buy the brand name, you you kind of get the, you know, you get the manufacturer's warranty and you're buying in the community. So I think there's a lot to be said for that as well. Robin Lindars joining us here on the show. Grillgirl.com is the website. Uh, Robin, anything else aside from the uh, grilling clinics just for women uh, that you'd like to promote while you're here? No, I just, you know, if you are a woman listening, just wanted to just, you know, if you're thinking of trying to learn how to grill, just keep in mind it's not that difficult and it um, creates a lot less dishes. (laughs) (laughs) And really, that's the most important part, right? It's a lot less dishes. It's a way. It's a quick and easy way to get dinner on the table with a lot of flavor and a lot of fat, and that's why I started doing it. Um, so, don't be intimidated. Don't let the guys scare you. It's it's all fair game out there. She's Robin so Lindars. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was very. No, rude. I was just gonna say thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. It's always a pleasure. Not a problem. This is Robin Lindars, and again, the uh, the website uh, Grill Girl, and that's G R R R L GrillGirl.com. Check it out. Lots of great recipes and musings over there by our regular guest Robin Lindars, and always appreciate the time, Robin. We'll look for you again next month. Absolutely. Have a good week, everybody. All right. Take care. There she is, Robin. It's Robin Lindars. See, I gotta remember. It's not Medlin anymore. I mean, it is probably like her stage name. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. I didn't mean it. I, I, you know. <laughs> I meant. I meant her uh, state. <laughs> I did it again. Screen name. Hello. Hello. Uh, grillgirl.com is the website. I'm going to step away. We're going to come back, do a little uh, winning. So if you want to win some free prizes, 877-448-0433. It's a four-segment free-for-all. Mark Breen from Serial Griller talking about Lakeland Pig Fest After Dark. Stick around. We'll be right back. Forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and country smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cook Shack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or grill, you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue or grilling experience a success. Fred is also the creator and distributor of Tasty Licks barbecue products, including their great line of rubs, spices, and sauces. You've got to try them. And you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades, accessories, lump charcoal, wood chips, pellets, chunks, and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin at Barbecue U-Fame. Check out Fred on the web at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful Shillington, PA. Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients, and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're gonna love. And don't forget about Cosmos' new pork soak and rubs. <laughs> <clears throat> you can find us at CosmosQ.com and select retailers across the nation. For quality injections, marinades, and rubs, it's Cosmos Q. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. Six minutes till the top of the hour. This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Thanks for joining me, 877-448-0433. The email address, greg at the bbqcentralshow.com. If you're so inclined to call in tonight. Had a great idea. Thought we'd go ahead and play a little four-segment free-for-all, baby. Yes! Hey, why not? All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a four-segment free-for-all. And this is how we play. I'm going to pick up a phone line. We're going to go to you, and I'm going to give you the option of choosing between sports and barbecue. Now, some of you might be saying sport is barbecue. Barbecue is sport. They're synonymous. They're one and the same. They are like terms. I I understand. But I'm talking about like sport, sport, and barbecue, barbecue. So you pick your turn, and then... And only then, I will ask you three questions. You have five seconds to answer each question, culminating in you potentially winning a prize. Does it get any easier than that? Of course it doesn't. We'll race over to New York and pick up area code 816. Name and where you're calling from. Joel in Kansas City. Joel, how are you tonight, buddy? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Joel, uh, you want to play the game tonight? Absolutely. All right, would you like barbecue questions or sports questions, Joel? Uh, let's do barbecue. All right, barbecue questions it is, Joel. I just got done talking with Robin Lindars of GrillGirl.com website fame. She forwarded me a copy of what book in an effort to redeem herself for standing me up last week? The uh, KCBS cookbook. Very good. Very attentive, Joel. Uh, you're one for one. Question number two. Uh, earlier in the show, I was talking to Scotty Johnson, who held a very cool cooking class that raised a lot of money for his uh, particular 
interest, that being cancer research. Can you name his website? Uh, CancerSuckChicago.com. That's right. You scared me there for a second. All right. You're two for two, and you're going to be on the precipice of winning a prize here, Joel. Are you uh, very excited right now? Oh, I'm more excited than Harry usually is. All right. Well, that's hard to do from what I understand. Usually I'm on break right now, but I'm filling in. Uh, Third question, Joel, for your chance to win a prize or for your chance to pick a prize, and it's simply this. Can you name the team? that won the very large Lakeland Pig Festival two weeks ago, won the Grand Championship. I'll be interviewing them uh, next segment. Ah, it's Mark Green. I, ah, what's his name? What's their name? Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joel, maybe you want to know who won the Lakeland Pig Festival. If you're going to call into the fourth segment free-for-all, just a word of the wise. <laughs> Close. I hate you gotta hate when you're there. You're like two for two. Step up. It's ninth inning. Two balls and two strikes, and the you know that fat cheese is coming down the pipe. And a swing and a miss, ladies and gentlemen. A swing and a miss. Sorry. Sorry. Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. We have a. Mi- you know what that squeaking is? It's my pen. It's this. Is that what it is? Damn it! Uh, Bruce McCall Jr. Uh, slow your roll, Holmes. We all know that uh, Cleveland, Ohio, is not known for anything when it has to come to the, do with basketball, women or men or anything. Slow your roll, Holmes. All right, eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. For your chance to win some cool... Hey, look at Chris coming up with spatchcocked mouse. Wow. Love that. Oh. Where is this? We got to get this ready. Safe trip. Yeah, there we go. There it is. That's right. That's right, it is. All right, we're going to back away. And get ready for the second hour. Sorry, Joel, you were like right on the cusp. I have a feeling if Harry Carey would be in, filling in, which he will be next week, your luck could have been a little bit different. A little bit different. All right, let me thank my first segment guest. I guess that would be second segment. Scotty Johnson, by the way, and his website is cancersuckschicago.com. Anybody uh, head over there yet and make a donation? Put it up on the board here at Ustream. I'll get you a prize if you can uh, show me proof of donation. We get a prize for me just for doing it. We're trying to help people out for crying out loud. Quit being a suck ass and do it. Also, thanks to Robin Medlin for showing up this week. I mean Lindars. Grillgirl.com. G-R-R-R-L. Grillgirl.com. On Twitter, it's actually two R's. Grill Girl G-R-R-L. In, uh, there you go. Thanks for the recipe tips. The thoughts on the big green egg, all that good stuff. Thanks to Joel for calling in and losing. Sorry about that. Very close. Next time's a charm, Joel. I have a feeling. In, in the very cockles of my heart, I have a feeling. All right, we're going to uh, step away for some Kent Whitaker tips. We'll reload for the second hour. We'll have Mark Breen on coming up at five pads and then some fun with sensor beeps. Sensor beeps. It's going to be fun. You'll see. You'll all see. Stick around. We'll be right back.